is the Trivium Dad Podcast. My name is Nick, and welcome. Dearest listeners, I'm here to ask for your support, not your financial support. It would be great if you could donate. It would help support the Trivium Dad podcast and Upward Enrichment Service. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, then leave a review because it will help other people find the show. And two, tell a friend about the show. Or better yet, tell a whole bunch of friends. Thank you. This program may contain strong languages and topics that might not be suitable for all listeners. Welcome to the Trivium Dad Podcast. My name is Nicholas Jones, and I was thinking about the last podcast that I recorded about single family households, being a single parent, and I wanted to look at some of the variables that I talked about, one in which is marriage, uh, decline in marriage and its implications on society. And the Institute of Marriage has changed in the last half century, with Americans marrying later and less often than they did in any time in the past 100 years. People are deciding to get married later on in life or choosing not to get married at all. And we need to take a look at that. Why is there a sharp decline in marriage? When you look at different cohorts, race, at you know, women, men, income brackets, we need to see why is it that people are choosing not to get married anymore. And the data, you know, since the 1960s, there has been a retreat from marriage, in which, you know, due to societal changes, perceptions, to looking at the economy and technology, again, people are marrying later on in life. Uh, college educated folks versus high school education or less, 76% versus 69%. So the people that are going to college is marrying in at a higher rate. Then you start to see a, the gap widened in uh, by 16 points. So 64% of college-educated folks are getting married versus 48 if you have a high school education. And this is by 2008. When you look at white versus black, uh, 74% of white folks are getting married versus 61%, a 24% gap between the two demographics. And by 2008, it is 56% of white folks getting married versus 32% of blacks. And there's many theories of marital changes, societal and social and economic life, and an increase in school enrollment due to desegregation, due to more access to uh, getting an education. And then this concept of marriageable men. And what is that? That is Uh, men that once upon a time in the idyllic 1950s, you know, they were the breadwinners. They were the ones that were able to provide income stability for their households. But that has changed as uh, the wages has started to stagnate it. When it started in the 1960s, a deindustrialization and 
rising incarceration rates due to many factors. The 1981 crime bill, the 1991 and the 1994 crime bill, how it disproportionately affected the African-American communities and the inequality by race and education. So this concept of marriageable men, men that you know, started to not be able to produce when it comes to bringing in income, unavailability of men due to the fact that they were locked up in prison. And also you got to factor in too, women now were entering the workforce by large volumes in the 1970s onward. So they didn't need to rely on a man to, you know, take care of them. They had more options and they could be uh, more selective on who they wanted to be with. And you have nowadays the hookup culture, people that just don't want to commit are satisfied with just being a single parent, splitting time with the kid, with the children. And that is, you know, it's just a hodgepodge of how the family structures are right now. So economic prospects for men is on the decline. Incarceration rates are up. Also, women are entering into the workplace at a much higher rate. More people are being educated. All that is going on in society now, 2021 with COVID, which would, who would even think about marriage when everything is just a chaotic mess? There's many advantages of being married. First then is financial security with two people being able to provide income for their household. That's important because then it reduces the financial strain and the pressure of trying to keep a job. Because if you, if one person loses a job, at least you still have the other income to rely on. If you're a single parent and you lose your job, it's going to produce all kinds of stress and it could affect your health and mental well-being. The data shows that being married makes you uh, happier, it makes you more healthy, provides security, it provides a family structure, your children benefit in the long term because there's multiple people in the household that is contributing financially, supportively, emotionally, and there is a reliance of ways that you could help each other out. Then there's the economy of scales where it's you're sharing the expenses when it comes to rent, utilities, groceries, buying clothes for the children. If you have a newborn baby, buying diapers, taking them to the doctor, dentist, when it comes to car payments and insurance, by sharing the expenses whilst, uh, while simultaneously bringing in more money, quotes for savings. Being married as well, it's more or less than likely that your child will grow up in poverty. Right now, I believe it's one in five children are going hungry and they depend on food when they go to school. They have limited opportunities when it comes to enrichment programs or looking for what is doing the research for selective high schools, scholarships, when it comes to navigating the college process, financial aid, applying for scholarships, it's they don't have anybody to turn to. And poverty comes with depression, comes with anxiety, and and there's ways that people cope. Children nowadays are vaping, drinking, smoking. 
it just leads to a spiral in which it's hard to dig yourself out. I'm not saying you can't dig yourself out. I said it in the last podcast that, you know, there's people to use the metaphor, roses that grow out of the concrete. People take those situations and either they exacerbate it where they could live a life where, you know, they go to jail, they're addicts, they are, you know, criminals that are, you know, part of that 5% which they're doing harm to society, stuff like that. Or the people that internalize it, they want to lead better lives, strong-minded. And when you're, you know, struggling day to day, your housing may not be secure, you're not able to provide food, you're going to school and you're wearing clothes that are rags. How are you as a parent going to interact with the teachers? Is your concern really your child's education or is it really just surviving? When you're married, you're, you're going to have a higher standard of living only because you're making more money. But people look at marriage, you know, this is common knowledge that, you know, 50% marriages just doesn't work out. It's a coin flip and it ends up in divorce. Divorce is expensive, you know, at least the child support and alimony, you got to pay the lawyers. Marriage, you you could be unhappy, even though you're together, you could feel a sense of loneliness. It, it could have detrimental effects on your children if you're always arguing day in and day out. And people want their autonomy. They don't want to compromise. They want their freedom. So being married in a world in which people don't necessarily know how to have stable relationships where there is no loyalty and a hookup culture in which, you know, you have multiple sexual partners. People want to live that free life. They don't want any commitments. They want to do what they want to do. And that would be that. And again, that's that's the beauty of free will, the choices that you want to make. When you bring children into the picture, then it becomes, are you going to be selfish and only care about yourself? Or are you going to care about developing your children and making sure they have a secure future? I believe marriage and family is important for society because if you have a secure family structure, a nuclear family in which you're supportive, it kind of goes into the community where with your neighbors or if you go to church and that microcosm of your family kind of transcends in your community where it comes to volunteering, uh, charitable contributions, volunteering in the schools. When it goes to, if you you know, are religious and you're bringing food to the church and you're making sure that you help when it comes to religious functions, civic engagements, you know, it's just being altruistic. So my, my take of it is if you're going to have children, you should really think before you have children what your future will be. Because people don't really think they want to have fun. And then, you know, when you find out, you know, you're going to have a child, you either are pregnant or, you know, you know that your girl is going to be expecting soon. What are you going to do? Being married, there's a lot of financial, when it comes to taxes, there's a lot of financial benefits especially when you're filing for taxes uh, currently now with COVID stimulus checks. That, that is a big advantage on being married that I don't think a lot of people know about. More than likely, you know, if you're bringing in two incomes, you have medical. So when you're taking your child uh, to the hospital to give birth, uh, checkups, 
And, you know, moving forward, you know, that's every month when you have a newborn. And then you're, you'll be surprised how much you go to the doctor's office. Having insurance is, is essential. More than likely, if we know that marriage is, you know, the people that are getting married are the ones that are college educated, the ones that are in higher um, socioeconomic status, we kind of know that, you know, it seems like that's the best way to go if you're going to raise a family. And there's nothing wrong if you're a single parent. That's not what I'm saying. Or you're, you know, co-parenting. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm just here to present all the options. With that being said, I think that's just one of the elements when it comes to, you know, single parent households versus, you know, being married. And again, each one of those situations have its positives and negatives. But in the end, what really counts is the love that you show your child. Follow us on social media, U-E-S-N-Y-S. Check out the website, UESNYS.com. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Thank you for listening.